Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me today, returning, is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Bonjour. Oh, wait, I'm back in America. Hello. Wait, didn't you go to Germany? <laughs> uh, yes, but we went to Brussels in uh, Switzerland, where mm-hmm. they speak French, and that's the one I took in school. So. Oh, so did you get to speak <laughs> even a little? If I barely, even if I barely remembered any of it. But... Right. Did you get some culture in? Did you get to speak the, the other languages and enjoy that sort of thing? I learned that Osfart means exit. Oh, in German. So. I think I think a lot of people pick up on the on the funny words that mean normal things. Yeah, and it's you know I saw that one a lot because they have it all over the highway, right? Or the autobahn. Ooh, did you go real fast? Uh not really. Um, oh. Essentially, autobahn means highway. Um, oh, so they're all in... <laughs> they're all autobahns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's an interesting thing they do in Europe, is they have a preset speed for different areas. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows the speed. You learn it as you grow up. When you enter the country, it shows it to you on a sign or on your GPS. Mm-hmm. And then they will add or subtract. And the way Germany works is they don't have a set um, autobahn or highway speed. Uh but if you go over 130 kilometers per hour, uh, you are fully 100% responsible for any accidents. Oh, interesting. Essentially. So most people stay around 130, but you can go as fast as you feel comfortable. So basically, if you so, go over 130, your insurance won't cover any accidents. Uh, the insurance might cover it, but you're going to be blamed no matter what happens if you were over 130 and they weren't. Hmm. Interesting. Is the way I understand it. Well, that's really good. It's I'm glad to have you back. I did a solo show last week, and I think it went yes. uh, okay. Uh, but it, it lacked uh, a certain. Obviously, Fire Emblem was on my mind because yes. I hopped in the notes and helped you out there. Oh, you did. Thank. No, I know. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for for helping with the unit oh, yeah. descriptions. And I think if we had if we had skipped another week, we, this episode would have been three hours long. But because I think we kind of got all caught up with the solo show. And even then, I don't think I've ever done a solo show longer than 10 minutes. It was about 40 minutes. I was, like, dying by the end of it uh, without getting a break. Yes, <laughs> yes I, li- I listened. Uh, quite interesting that you don't remember what the weekly events are. Well, because I never do them. And I'm just looking at them and like, I never do them in game. I never do the read in the show. So I'm like, what the heck does BG and TD? I totally spaced. And I was trying to just, like, get the show. I didn't want to, like, piece the I- show together, right? I won't say I'm perfect. There's sometimes where I will start to say battlegrounds instead of blessed gardens, but you know. Yeah, I need to get back into the older modes. That's the problem with adding new modes. It it pushes my time uh, away from from the older modes that we've we've come to know and love. But uh, yeah, it's really good well, to have to you know. back. Yeah, to know. Yeah, maybe not to no, not to love. <laughs> good one. Good one. Uh, well, l- let's get into it here. Let's talk about some banner updates. Currently running, uh, we've got a good suite of banners running. We got Winter's Envoy, which is a return from last year. Gifts of Winter, also both are running until the 18th of January, so get in on it. Happy New Year and a New Year's Fire and Ice runs until February 1st, both of those. The new banner that's going to take up some time on this show, Rulers of the Lagoos, goes until the 30th of January. And finally, Heroes with Tactic Skills runs until the 13th of January. 
Now, Eddie, you weren't here last week, but as always, I want to know, how have your summons gone? Uh, well, I typed in and gave you the notes on what I did for the New Year's, so True, I, I got all those. of them. Uh, with the Heroes of the Lagoos banner, um, I had was fairly lucky with it. Um, I didn't get any heroes quickly, but um, with the orbs I had saved up, I managed to get racing uh, with no pity breaks on the way there. I got the promo, uh, January promo orbs, and some more orbs as well, and went back in. And eventually got Leanne and uh, Nyla on the same ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I hopped into the forging bonds, got the tickets from there. Uh, after having no luck with those for Tabarn, I uh, had a nice long argument uh, with myself. I did end up losing that, or winning it, depending on whose side I was on. <laughs> and ended up getting more orbs and did manage to get Tabarn with a flying Nino uh, when I finished out the ring there. Um, so you got all your beast units. You're, yep. you're all set. Uh, we're going to talk about all the units and, and the forging bonds and all that in a little bit, but I'm really excited that these new units have been added and that you were able to get your hands on all of them. And it's kind of funny when you think about it because this is a new unit type, and I think this is the first time uh, outside of like colorless bows and colorless uh, daggers, the first time they've added like a, a new base unit. And it's kind of weird like going into the game and being like, oh wow, I don't have any of this new base unit outside of the, the Grand Hero Battle uh, that's running. But for me, I haven't done any major summoning this week. I, I've, I've, I was continuing to try to get my hands on the New Year's Heroes because I don't have a, a personal attachment to uh the characters if uh, if from the is it the Tellius series yes yeah i don't have a personal attachment to those characters i wish i did but uh they do look really cool and we'll talk about each unit individually in a bit but i haven't also purchased the special bundle for the new year's heroes but i am thinking about it i just don't i'm just not so we'll talk about this for a bit because last week i we hinted at i hinted at the fact that we should we should probably talk a bit more about it i think it's a great way for folks that are already buying orbs to get a little something extra so for you i think it's a perfect addition to the game but for me i look at it it's 105 dollars canadian for this bundle and i i completely understand like for folks saying like well you're getting a free five star hero plus the 140 orbs and it might have cost you without that special bundle it might have cost you a hundred dollars just to get that specific hero from summoning so it's kind of a a stellar deal but i don't want to like break that glass that seal going in buying this bundle when this is probably going to be the new norm right i hope not um it's a great deal if you're already buying the orbs right but if you weren't wanting to spend a hundred dollars or 75 dollars us to get the orbs you know it's just them tempting you to buy the orbs mm-hmm. i mean um in my issue with it is the fact that there were two of them you know yeah. i mean what if i had managed to get all four or the three remaining heroes within the first 75 then i'd have that extra one sitting there and you know what if i wanted those uh ether stones or the you know, feathers or grails or whatever it was that came with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You no. know, and I don't, I don't want to be forced to spend the money. 
if I had managed to get, you know, all four of the heroes without spending any money, I would have been quite happy on this banner. Yeah. And like I said, I had a bit of an argument with myself and discussion with myself on whether or not I would get a second bundle of orbs. Yeah, so yeah. is it like is it a better deal for you as as someone who buys orbs to go in and say like okay, if this is the new norm and they offer $100 bundles or I guess in your case $75 bundles for two of the heroes, suddenly you you spend $150, you have half the banner and then you go in and just hope that the orbs you have to spend on the rest of the banner just kind of like take a little bit and then you got your two other heroes and hope you don't get the the duplicates of the heroes you just bought right do you consider those heroes you yep. bought bonus i like... mean yeah and like like i said the way they did it here mm -hmm. uh was one of the better methods if they had had either um either reed or gunther as one of the free heroes or the heroes from the bundles i would have been really annoyed with it because you know i would have still had to summon on the uh red orbs so buying the bundle with the character did not help me in limit the number of the colors of orbs I had to grab. You know, mm -hmm. if if they had been either of those characters. So of the characters they chose for the bundles, I mean, unless they were going to do the bundles with Reed and Gunthra, uh, you know, both of them being the bundle ones, it was helpful. Each bundle you bought uh, limited or cut off an orb that you need didn't need to summon on anymore but you know it's still a chance and there's a chance you can get them without orbs and it, it's hard to say i don't want it to become the norm because mm -hmm. i don't want people you know one it is sort of pay to win True. you know well if, like the, the... if the game is summoning then yeah yeah like there are those who like to play free to play and, you know, it kind of, you know, to a degree, it does kind of suck to have them say, oh, but, you know, if you spend this money, you can get this, extra, you know, bonus hero. But it's like, I'm not spending any money, so you're just, you know... Huh. It, it's hard to describe but no I, I think you're i think you're hitting the right notes and and you're describing exactly how i feel because i feel like if i put more it, here's the thing like i i i've been supporting the game I've, I've pot i've purchased a couple bundles uh i you and i both support the game by by doing the show uh, building awareness you know building content around the game i i i solely i, I do see that as support of of the game but i do agree like i don't put in as much money as other folks and i kind of think like maybe it would be nice to put in money and get get something out of it but also support a game i really do love but i don't know if i want to do it a hundred dollars at a time i feel like that's a slippery mm -hmm. slope for me personally um but then it is to say like i don't have time to drop that hundred dollars on like another new game you know like i don't have that kind of time like i uh, so maybe by that logic it might be best to put and see how far that hundred dollars goes you know uh yep. i don't know i'm still thinking i got a couple more weeks um because i haven't got fiorm yet and i, I do kind of want fiorm but the way the legendary banners work like i'm kind of like maybe i find i don't target the legendary banners very much because i usually have the heroes i wanted like really wanted mm -hmm. so i'm thinking maybe i just wait six months and and I get 
New Year's Fjorm through a legendary banner. Like I'm, uh, and and the other thing is like, what if they have a special ba- bundle that comes out? Because I really do want to support the game. What if the next time they release a special bundle and it's like, oh yeah, buy this special bundle and then you get like Love Abounds, uh, you know favorite character insert character here that i really like or like lynn uh, yeah spring lynn uh summer lynn um just any sort of (laughs) alternate version of that character or or you know any sort of alternative uh any character that i find interesting i just fjorm maybe doesn't make the cut but i think this i wonder i'm curious to see if this is the new norm and i won't we won't have to wait long to find out because it looks like we're gonna have a bunch of special heroes but i don't see them i don't see them doubling up i don't think they're going to add an additional special hero bundle until these ones are over and i don't think this is going to become a normal thing you don't think so um no they might do it with like they did it for the new year Mm -hmm. you know that's kind of a big thing um they might do it for the anniversaries uh, because they usually have weird bundles during the anniversaries I don't think every special hero banner they're going to be doing bundles with characters in them. I yeah. could be wrong. But... Well, they've set a precedent for the fi- a five-star version of a special hero being attached to the most expensive bundle. And that, to me, is a bit of a bummer because you don't, you don't want them to devalue the heroes, these new heroes they're adding. But you also kind of want, like, that's a super whale price, man. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm also saying is that they haven't really set a precedent yet. Okay. They've done it once. Two bundles, one time, so far. Right. Now, if we find every special hero banner, they're doing two bundles with one of the five-star heroes from the banner on each bundle, then, yeah, that'll be a precedent. And, yeah, that was my other issue. I didn't like that it was both the, fi- the you know, $75 bundle or $100 bundle for you, the 140 or bundle. I wouldn't have minded if it was the $50 bundle or a cheaper bundle as much. But it's just it's the most expensive bundle, which tends to be what I tend to get. So it was kind of a... It's the best value bundle, There's a good chance I'm going to buy that bundle at least once on a special hero banner. So it, you know, was like, okay, I'm probably going to do this anyway, so why not? But it was, you know... It's the most expensive bundle. The last time we got a free hero was the starter bundle, which was five bucks. Mm-hmm. We got a free Black Knight, and it was a hero they gave out for free before, so the value yes. of that hero wasn't in question. Like we never questioned, oh, five bucks for that's such a devalue of the hero. But they gave it away for free, so I, yep. I, I see all sides of the conversation. I'm really, really happy that the Fire Emblem Heroes community isn't literally burning down the game because they've done this. They've, in my eyes, from what I've seen, they've been pretty mature about about it and, and not really mm-hmm. panicking. Um, but you could totally and, see any other game where they could look, they could go with pitchforks and, and torches and be like, what are you doing? And I think the Fire Emblem Heroes community is not burning, uh, burning down the house or whatnot uh, because it is so far just a one-time thing mm-hmm. if it becomes an every banner thing i'm sure there'll be a handful of people who will start uh getting those pitchforks out and uh stirring up the mob yeah you know i, I would like to see more hero special hero uh, bundles but i i don't necessarily want to see I, I would love them to find a way to, to have a 
a medium point. Like $100 is a bit much for me, but maybe like between 30 and 50 I can get more comfortable with that. I just think 100 is and, so much money. Yeah, and I understand that. And while I don't want it to be that way, I do not foresee them putting brand new heroes out for less than the 140 or bundle whatever it costs in your area mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i wouldn't mind them doing additional ghb or tt units like the black knight uh for cheaper bundles from time to time you know yeah i'd be more likely um, to buy like 10 15 bundles with orbs and heroes thrown in i think that would be really yep a really great way to get give uh, you a chance to get at their skills or get bonus copies of their skills or you know extra units for merge without having to spend the grails would be nice yeah much easier than than grinding for grails but i yeah i agree i think that would be nice to have like lower value bundles that throw in heroes that we we may have like for merges like i don't necessarily need new heroes at less at less valued bundles but yeah I I I yeah. I don't know. It's tough. I want to see where this goes. I think I will probably hold strong and avoid cuz I think as soon as you buy a $100 bundle, I think that changes the way I've been playing right. the game, but yeah, and I think um you know, if you do end up breaking down and getting the bundle, just I'd say look at the other bonuses and pick from there unless you desperately want fewer. You know, look at the bonuses and pick which one you want from there. If you're not going to spend the money anyway, don't get both bundles. Pick one. Oh, I'm. D- I would and definitely decide only get if you the... want extra grails or extra ether stones. Yeah, for me, I you would know? definitely get the Fjorm bundle because I'm more interested in the a shortcut. So yeah, to the if hero. you really want Fjorm, then go for you know. If you do go, go for Fjorm. Yeah. But speaking of grails, mm-hmm. uh, we actually had a cha- additional change than the uh, summon tickets to the forging bonds in that you no longer get actual orbs from forging bonds the top prize is now 10 holy grails oh which is an interesting change uh hearing about that does that make you more or less interested in completing the event 100 percent? i think i think it makes me more interested because honestly it it uh one orb to go that far for one orb seems crazy but to go that far for essentially one because it's isn't it 10 no it's one tenth of a free grails yeah it's one tenth of a free summon it's 100 grails for a summon but considering holy grails are only gotten through ether raids so far and random bonuses that they offer holy grails with Mm -hmm. it's another way to get some more holy grails yeah. yeah. Well, you're getting 40, right? Yep. Four heroes, 40 grails. Yeah. So. That's not bad. No, I think that's yeah. a good change because I think the one orb was just, it was too far to go. Yeah, it's going all that way. I mean, I enjoyed going all that way anyway and getting all the other feathers and stuff along the way, but just the end being one orb. It's like, really? Yeah. It was a bit anti You don't have orbs along the way and it's one orb. And, um, you know, with them adding in the uh, summoning tickets, um, you know, that's technically five orbs they're giving you earlier. Um, And what did you think of the summoning tickets being in the forging bonds? Um, I haven't gotten any yet. 
to get to 400 is a bit much for me on like the second day, but I am I'm kind of stoked that uh, that they added it. Like the ticket, I thought you'd get more tickets though. That was my thing. I was thinking you'd get more than one per character. I was hoping for more than one per, per character, but seeing as each ticket is essentially five orbs, albeit specifically on the heroes of the specific banner, but it is essentially five orbs, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm not surprised they only gave one, but. Yeah, I'm I'm not surprised they only gave one as well. Like, it makes sense to me, but... Yeah, I was hoping for more, but I was not ex- necessarily expecting more. Yeah, for sure. I think you're, I think you're right. Like, I wasn't... Uh, yeah, I wasn't surprised that there was only one. I, I was just hoping there was more. going to be more than one. But did you... You ended up getting all the tickets, right? Yes. Well, that's good. I actually managed to get in uh, with enough time to hang out and play for a full hour during a two-time, and I've uh, maxed out to barn, and uh, when doing the, um, you know, first daily for today, I ended up maxing out racing because he was on a two-time bonus. Oh, nice. Hour. That's so, good. No, yeah, I... um... I did this to try and speed things up during Tempest Trials a while ago, and that I've shut off all animations, all map animations and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it moves through them pretty quickly. So you can, you know, during a two times bonus with this setup, you can get through quite a few. And I have plenty of stamina potions to burn. Oh, yeah. I don't think I'll. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I don't think I'll ever run out of the extra mats I have in game, like potion. Like the only one I can see me running out of if I ever really like went crazy on stuff was the uh, the lights blessing or whatever. Um, yeah. The the one that allows you to kind of revive all your heroes and, and activate their specials. Yep. So um, I don't think I'll ever run out of like crystals for leveling up and potions and arena skills, all that fun oh, yeah. stuff. Um. The refining metals I could see running out of from time to time because they're harder to get. Yeah. As with the Holy Grails, if I started going in and using them more. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that that so. is definitely that's I could see that definitely happening. But um, yeah, it's been a it's been a crazy week and it's been a, a great week in Fire Emblem Heroes with these new beast units and we're gonna get into that in a bit. But why don't we run through the the events that are currently happening in game? Uh, okay, uh, as always, we have a new arena, Blessed mm-hmm. Gardens, Tactics Drills, or Tactic Drill, Rival Domains, Ether and Ether Raid. The New Year's Celebration runs through the 15th. The Light Blessings quests have started and run through the 22nd. Uh, as mentioned earlier, the January Orb promo is up, running through the 25th as is what we were just talking about, the Forging Bonds event for the new banner, running also through the 25th. Uh, We also had, starting this morning, the Grand Hero Battle with Nisala, uh, uh, running through the 20th. Mm -hmm, Good stuff. And we just got a new calendar added to the game, so you can check that out, running right through till mid-February, I believe. And these are the events starting before our next show on January 19th. We've got Heroes with Sword Valor Banner starting on the 13th. Three Heroes Quests, Marth, Krom, and Roy starting on the 14th. That seems to be a um, 
an awakening theme like that sort of or wait are martha and roy in the no, same no. world martha is shadow dragon roy is oh, i know they're all different games the but are they same the world same? as lynn right so martha and prom are the same world roy is uh, not just thousand years apart or so roy is uh yeah this world with lynn and ellawood and hector Right, right, right. Okay, well, so those uh, those start on the 14th, and then finally you got a tap battle, Kingdom of Noor, starting on the 15th, and then your favorite Grand Conquest starting up again on the 18th of January. Exciting times. Uh, okay, let's get into our topic here, Eddie. We've got 3.1. It hit the servers. It's in the game. We're playing with it as we speak. Uh, I went through the, the, the top details last week, but figured it'd be a good idea to to hit it again uh this week in terms of our thoughts so um beast units biggest thing it's huge we're going to talk yep. a, a lot about it uh in a bit but the legendary slash mythic effects going into uh going into play here how do you feel about that um it's nice that the uh mythic heroes will be useful in other mo- or more useful in other modes um, you know, but I'm not a giant heavy user of them. I think Fiorma's been in my Ether Raid squad, so it's nice that she'll get her bonus uh, at the appropriate times. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a nice little boost. Yeah. Yeah. Gives your heroes more power in Ether Raids, and I think Ether Raids is going to be a major focus for intelligent systems throughout the next year. So it's good that they've already started to show extra support for the mode. Yes, it is nice that they have done that. Uh, the beasts, they added the um, basic weapons for the uh, beast units, which is interesting and nice to see that they're fully fleshing them out some more. Mm-hmm. And we'll cover the rest of the beasts here in a moment. Yeah, for sure. Um, but before we do that, let's talk about this new story chapter that was added. We joked around that we didn't think it would be appropriate for them to add a chapter with maybe the, the death they've been foreshadowing over the Christmas break. So now that Christmas is behind us, the holidays are behind us, who's dying? <laughs> well, no one had to necessarily die, but um, yeah, they kind of flipped the script. Uh, I mean, yes, things can change, um, but at the end of this, you know, start of this chapter, you have um uh papa asker there uh telling alphonse or discussing the attack plans and telling alphonse you know if you see hell run away do not go near her and if you paid attention to the um teaser video for rulers of the lagoons you knew that uh it he wasn't going to do that and at the end of the chapter, you fight and quote-unquote defeat Hell, and she reappears and places a curse on Alphonse that he will die in nine days. Mm. And uh, how long is that nine days going to take to play out? <laughs> is it literally going to yeah, take a year? <laughs> that's a whole different can of worms. Yeah. We don't know how long that nine days is going to last. But I think it's going to take the year, honestly. Probably, or, you know, at least four or five banners, probably. Yeah, true. True that. So. Uh, it, was a, it, was a good, it was a good addition to the story, and I think you're right. Like, the lesson here is always listen to your father. 
you know, <laughs> if uh, Abby or Caden are listening to this in the future, listen to your father. <laughs> Only a father would take that lesson out of this. Well, really, it's like he warned him and he said, like, hey, don't do this stupid thing. And then what does he do? He doesn't do- go out of his way to avoid the stupid thing. Yeah, and it's kind of weird in that, you know, it's like, don't do this thing, but they don't give us a choice. True. <laughs> they put us on a map and they have hell sitting right there. And it's like, am I supposed to survive for a certain time? Am I supposed to get him to a certain point and run? No, you fight and defeat her because she's not that tough. And then, oh, wait, no, she's not dead because she is death herself. So There's no way to kill her, basically. So Yep. I don't know. I thought I, I didn't. I didn't dislike the story chapter because I don't blame. Oh yeah, I'm not I don't, saying I disliked it. Yeah, like I don't blame any of the any of the characters because I think they did what they felt they needed to do. But it yep. was quite interesting to see the fact that Hell just basically marked Alphonse for death, and and that's going to be a major story point. Story point. And speaking of characters marked for death, still no acknowledgement of the fact that Fiorm has basically been marked for death as of the end of book two she's nowhere to be found and that's kind of crazy she she was found in the uh tempest trials and seemed perfectly fine and healthy there you're you're right yeah like she's definitely around in the game and all the conversations that take place within the game are canon where they take place in the timeline who knows but yeah with Tempest Trials, Fiorm, Air, and well, we, Sharina are there. You know, it takes place after, um, after the end of Book 2 and sometime after the start of Book 3. We mm-hmm. know the Tempest Trial takes place somewhere during that because Air is there. Mm-hmm. And Air didn't show up till Book 3. So, and the timeline of Book 3 is, you know, they're resting after finally defeating Surtur. So... True. Yeah, no, I, I I do see that. I just wish they would more, they would just confirm. Because they set up her death and it's like, you're just going to leave us hanging. Especially with... Well, we're working with the Realm of the Dead, so who knows? Maybe when we save Alphonse, we'll save Fjorm as well. Maybe. Well, I hope so. I do like both those characters, so... But it's also not unsurprising that a character who's important in one book is ignored afterwards. They do that in various TV series and stuff. And and they've done it in the game, I guess. Uh, Bruno yeah. or whatever and kind of disappeared. Well, they kind of disappeared, but they're still around. They show up from time to time. It's, you know, it is interesting. It's just, you know. Well, we'll like see where the, it goes. The thing that comes to mind is I've watched for years that Once Upon a Time TV show that rethought, redid, um, you know, fairy tales and stuff. and. Mm-hmm. Every half a season, they would have an arc based on a certain fairy tale, and 90% of the time after that arc, the characters that you were spending a bunch of time with would vanish. So You know what's really crazy? The fact that you mentioned that is um, is that we're not going to get a follow-up to this chapter for another month, because there's no new heroes yep. on the docket. It's all special heroes, for, and we're going to talk yep. about that uh, in Speculation Corner, because one of those is a brand new kind of allotment for special heroes so we'll have you know we'll have something to talk about there but um we got our beast units let's talk about beast units t-burn yes. t-bone lord of the air <laughs> that's his name now t-bone uh flying in to lead the charge is one of the rulers of the hawk kingdom from the Tellius series 
T-Barn. Sorry, I won't do it. I, I, I'll just call him what he is actually. T-Barn. Uh, he is a red flying beast unit whose unique weapon is the Hawk King Claw, which grants attack plus three and guarantees a follow-up attack if the enemy is at full health. So great for a first uh, first attack. It also has yep. what seems to be the basic rules for beast units, where if he is not next to any human allies, they transform into their beast form and gain bonuses. His beast form bonuses are that he can move an extra space in attack plus two. The movement boost seems to only be the turn he transforms. He also comes with a new skill, Sturdy Impact, which grants attack plus six and defense plus ten, and prevents the foe from performing a follow-up attack if he initiates combat. He also comes with Draconic Aura, Chill Attack, and even Attack Wave. So, T-Barn, you got this guy. Did you get a chance to play around with him? Uh, nope, haven't had a chance to play around with him. Um, but he was the big one they advertised during the um, Fae Channel mm-hmm. of T-Barn coming when Beast Units premiered in January. Uh and he's quite an interesting character. He looks cool. He really looks cool. Yep. Um He uh his forging bonds conversations are quite intriguing. Uh sitting there discussing uh being a ruler with Alphonse for most of them. Mm-hmm. So now he seems to be Definitely. the sturdiest of the bunch, uh, from what I've seen in the forging bond bonds. Yeah, stur- st- maybe the sturdiest or one of the sturdiest. Um of the ones in the banner, he is a close second to Nyla, but I think Nyla is the uh, big one for this banner. Yeah, well, she's certainly dressed for the uh, the occasion. I also see the wolf. Everybody likes wolves. No one yeah. likes little birds. Everyone's a bird. And then Nyla is the, is, is the, the cool animal, we'll say. Um Cool. Well, uh, it depends on your opinion. Some people might like birds better than wolves. I don't know, man. Some people just aren't dog people. True, I guess. Man, when they add a cat, there's just going to be this cats versus dogs pandemonium. Uh, let's see. We got uh, foxes and I think they're wolves again. Or I don't know what the conquest ones are from Fates. They, I know they're. Uh, I know in bunnies Birthright from were... Awakening. Bun- oh yeah, you're right. There were bunnies. Oh man, yep. there's some weird places they could go with that. Like, uh, yep, yeah. I don't know. Hopefully they, hopefully they treat these characters with. Oh, you know what? You know what would be really interesting to get our first um, beast special hero. Do you think? Ooh, we might have to come back to that in uh, speculation yeah. corner. But um, yeah, this is exciting times. A new unit. Uh, is there anything else that they could do? Like, is there any other unit that they're missing? Um, like, in terms of... Off the be- top un- of my head? What do you mean? In terms of what? Like a unit type. Like, the beast was the thing people said right from the beginning that they were missing beast units, beast units. Like, is there another type of unit that they could that, that were missing? Or is, was beast the last one? Well... Off the top of my head, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Uh, in uh, as you found out, there are units like the ballista units that are extreme long range. True, but very limited movement. Uh, we don't have anything like that in the game, but I don't see how that would be that much different than an archer and how they could work that in. You know, except maybe as part of um, 
ether raids and even then it would just still be very limited you know mm-hmm. so I, yeah. and just with the movement restrictions it'd be very hard to do True. Although maybe they're prepping for that with the um, uh, Azura skill and the um, uh, the bonus to the flying beast units. Mm-hmm. So maybe uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see what they do. Uh, I mean, something we can maybe maybe we take a week to take a look at what they're missing, and we come back if on a on a on a slow week. But uh, what about Leanne? How's Leanne doing? Uh, yep. uh, our next unit is Leanne Forest Song, flying out of the ashes of Ser- Serene's Forest, uh, which we'll go over here in a few moments. Um, two of the very few surviving mem- members of the Heron tribe, uh, all of whom are considered royalty for the tribe, uh, appear on the banner. The first is being Leanne. She's a colorless flying beast unit who shares a weapon with her brother, the Heron Wing, which grants speed plus three and heals seven health to allies within two spaces at the start of the turn. Uh, she has the standard beast qualities, uh, meaning that uh, when she's not next to human allies, she will transform. Uh, and she actually has the same exact boosts uh, when she transforms as Tabar. Uh, mo- extra movement space, that turn only, and attack plus two. Uh, she has a new skill of Home Beast, which is your standard home skill uh, for the beast type. Essentially, you know, we already have Home Cavalry, Home Dragon, all that stuff. So this is the beast version. Uh, she is a singer, so she has Sing, as well as Mirror Stance and Flyer Formation. So. Cool. No, she and she has great art. She's really cool looking. Um, are the yes. are all these characters from the GameCube game or the Wii game? Or are they kind of a mixture? Yes, all these are from the GameCube game. The or the Tellius. Actually, they're from the Wii game. Um, oh. They appear in both games, I believe. But this version of them is considered to be from Radiant Dawn, according to the uh, characters oh. thing. Okay. Just just like we have Ikes that are technically from Radiant Dawn or Path of Radiance. These are all considered to be f- from Radiant Dawn. Um, so. Okay. Interesting. Well, yeah, I, you know, I keep thinking when they add these heroes, I'm like, maybe I should, because I have my Wii, I have the GameCube version, but I don't know if I want to start the GameCube one if I'm never going to be able to get my hands on the Wii one anytime soon. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's my big thing is I'd love to play them, but I don't have a GameCube anymore or any way to play. I think I have my Wii somewhere, so I could theoretically, if I find the GameCube game, play it. But I would so love for them to pop up either as an Echoes-type game or um, just, you know, virtual console style on the Switch so I can play them. Yeah, mm-hmm. Some kind of re-release for them. They re- yeah. re-release everything else 20 different times. Why not these ones? Well, Fire Emblem's one of those franchises where they have not been good at re-releasing. They've only really recently got good at it with, uh, well, with Echoes and... and... Even that, I would argue, is more of a remake than a re-release. Yeah. I guess they really have never done a re- re-release. They've always just done remakes. Because they did a lot of remakes on the... They did one... They did at least one remake per... 
per platform, right? It was uh, one, the GBA. Well, I think they technically did two remakes on DS, uh, but one of them only came out in Japan. That oh, was right. the Mystery of the Emblem. True, true. Yeah. Well, I, I, I really like these heroes. I, I like Leanne's look. I'm not particularly stoked about the heron. I think the heron animal is a, I don't know, just does not look as cool as uh, as all these other ones. But they, they have this very angelic look to them as they're like this this golden mm-hmm. these golden people with wings, and they have the wings even uh, in their human form. So it's just it's really yeah. cool to look at, honestly. Well, all all the lagoos have the wings in their human form, if so. they have wings in beast form. Yes, all yeah. the lagoos bird tribes have wings <laughs> in the human form. Could you imagine if Nela uh, just has wings, even though she's a wolf? Yeah, that would be a bit weird. Um, <laughs> uh, well, but... we uh, alongside Leanne, we all is it? Yeah, Leanne. We have Rayson, who's a white prince. Uh, the second of the Heron royalty on the banner is Rayson, a green flying beast unit. He has the same weapon as his sister and the new skill of fortified beasts, which, like Leanne's own beasts, is a fortified skill for the beast units. He's also a singer and also has a steady posture and loves to do karaoke on the weekends. So, Rayson. This guy is a bit of a dink in the Forging Bonds event. Yeah, that's... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I was, like, um, as we'll go over when I, we talk about Serene's Forest after we finish the characters here, um, he, he is far more upset and pissed off about the whole Serene's Forest incident. Or, well, we'll just go ahead and say it, the massacre. Right, because they, they basically, they lit the, they lit their, their forest home on fire and killed a bunch of herons. Yep. Yes, all but five. Mm, really? Wow, that's pretty hardcore. Yep. I didn't so, realize that. He he's hold, he holds more of a grudge about that. Yeah. Than well, rightfully sister. so. And as the forging bonds indicates, Leanne doesn't really speak human language very well. I do Common love language. that in the forging bonds, so. where she's like learning to. Oh, yeah. She's she's learning. To, she's once practiced speaking. That's kind of like what you were doing over the last two weeks. You were just you were learning the <laughs> language. You were like, "Please l- yep. help me practice." Uh, sort of. <laughs> I was more just trying to get myself understood than anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, but... How do you get here? <laughs> Osfart. English? Osfart. Does anybody <laughs> show me to the Osfart? Um. But if we have any yeah, German listeners, look, I'm looking sorry. at his, yeah. Looking at his skill list, um, he seems most likely to get demoted if anyone from this banner gets demoted. You think he doesn't so? Have, he doesn't have any new... Well, he has the Fortify Beast skill, but the Fortify skills have never been ones that they've held too precious. And, you know, uh, he just... That's it. He has two skills, Sing, or, you know, that and two other skills, you know. Whereas mm-hmm. his sister has mirror stance and flyer formation as well as sing in her hone skill. You know, he just has the fewest skills, so he seems the one most likely to get demoted to my mind. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I mean, well. you, you weren't thrilled with the herons because you don't like the look of them or they're not as pretty as or as cool as 
a hawk or a raven, mm -hmm. but they are kind of nice in that they're passive healers. Oh, really? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Did you not pay attention to? Well, I mean, I, I haven't had a, I haven't had a lot of experience with with the characters yet because I've I haven't gotten them. I've. Uh... Well, yes, but as I said, mentioned during the skill description is that both both of them have the heron wing skill. Mm -hmm. Which heals seven health to allies within two spaces at the start of the turn. Oh. So if you keep everyone within two spaces of them, they'll just every turn give seven health. That's pretty good. Uh, but I but I guess if I was gonna go for if I was gonna go for one of the herons, it would be Leanne, right? Because she seems to be better built. And like if you think Rayson's going does... home. Yeah. If you're gonna try and shoot for Heron, and I could be completely wrong at this, but looking at the skill set, one, she has a better skill set with Flyer Formation and Mirror Stance there, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, you know, uh, looking at his skill set, even if he doesn't get demoted, he's going to be one of those pity breaks that you don't like getting unless you don't have him yet. Because mm -hmm. he has nothing other than Fortify Beasts, which... I wouldn't be surprised if it pops up fairly regularly on other units. You know, that you're like, oh, I don't really need him or need that. No. That much. Oh, well. So. I hope that, uh, I, I really, I really like these beast units and I think they, they really lean into the new unit over the next year. Like we get, we start seeing some special heroes. We start seeing, um, more new heroes, but I guess that, and kind of not just focusing on the Tellius series, Look at the other, like, Awakening, and, yeah, I think a bunny unit would be really cool. The Fox units. Uh, more from other games, not just the Telia series. Like, let's let's spread our wings, so to speak, you know? And, and let's see it let's see it done right away. Like, they put a lot of work into these new units. So let's, let's, let's just be the Year of the Beast, you know? <laughs> yep. Actually, that's a good um, show. Yeah, I like seeing them, and I do like the Beast being here. Um, it is interesting, and mo a ton of beast units were pretty high up on the uh, Choose Your Legends polls, but they were never brought in. I mean, it might be interesting to see them from time to time say, what if this character was a beast? Mm -hmm. You know, pick a random character who's not a beast and make give them a beast stone and beast version. Might be interesting to see what they come up with there and all. And there are plenty of beasts. And like we've seen, um, they've verified and confirmed that a dragon unit without a dragon stone is considered a human. So, okay. hmm. uh, for the purpose of beast skills, essentially, if they're next to Halloween uh, Noe or Nowie, who has a blue tome instead of a dragon stone, she does not count as being a dragon unit for the beast stone or beast weapon. Oh, so, okay. Is that good? Do we want that? Or is that just? does that make sense? Essentially, they won't transform if they're next to that version of Naui. Huh. Okay. Because the game considers her a human. Right, even though as she's... As far as the Beast Stone unit cons is... Yeah, Beast unit is concerned. Okay. So... 
So that's good to know. So you you want them to transform, right? Because that's their big that's their big thing. They get a stat boost and you know other bonuses uh, for the flyers. Um, the move they transform, possibly every move. Haven't really tried it out yet. They get an extra space to move. Mm-hmm. They can move cavalry distance. You know. Okay. Uh, and for Nyla, our final beast unit. Uh, the ruler of the Lost Hatari Nation, Nyla, prowls onto the banner as the final unit. She's a blue infantry beast unit with her unique weapon of the Wolf Queen Fang, which accelerates her special trigger and boosts her attack and speed by two per ally within two spaces, max of plus six, as well as the normal beast qualities. Um, you know, the beast, or the beast rules for her weapon. Uh, her bonus is she gets an attack plus two and damage plus ten when her special triggers. Uh, she has... So instead of the extra movement, she gets a bonus to her damage on her specials. When her mm-hmm. special triggers. Uh, she has two new skills. Uh, one of which is Glare, which essentially causes a gravity effect on her target and enemies in one space of them, within one space of them after combat. And Null C Disrupt, which neutralizes status effects and disables skills that prevent counterattacks during combat. She also comes with Distant Counter and Moonbow. Hmm. So, Distant Counter is pretty good. Yep. That's really good to see on, on, on her. Uh, she's on a, on a non-Hector? Yeah. <laughs> she's, uh, she's got the coolest art, both uh, out of Beast Form and in Beast Form, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's very she's very badass looking, and I think uh, a lot of folks yeah. are going to be running after her in in the banner. Um, plus, she's a wolf, which I, I will I will say I'll go on the record that I think wolves are rad. So that's what yes. that's what I have to say. <laughs> yes, wolves are cool. She's definitely a cool unit. Um, you know, and she has that glare skill, which is an interesting uh, new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially limiting the amount of space your opponents can move after you attack them. So that's nice. Yeah, and no, the I... null C disrupt is interesting. Oh, sorry. No, I was just gonna say that I think you're right. Like her skill set is very cool. She's got a good uh, setup here, and I think she's uh, honestly all of these additions to the game are are great additions because I think that they're all unique in the sense that they're their first beast units we're getting, but. Um, some of these are, are more special than others, and I think the setup they've they've given us with Nela is uh, is really cool, for sure. Yep. So, um, we you mentioned last week that we often use Serene's Forest to find some of the info, the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when Serene's Forest popped up during in the uh, banner info or the character info, I did some digging. Um, so the Serene's Forest is where the Heron tribe lived. Um, during like stuff like 20 years before Path of Radiance, uh, something happened, a situation happened, uh, where the uh, Apostle of the Benyon Empire was killed, and her death was blamed on the Heron tribe. So the populace of the Empire burned down the forest, killing all but five of the herons, all of them royalty. Mm-hmm. Which is why Rayson's so pissed off at humans, or Bjork. Um, 
Uh, in digging through that, I found part of the reason that the uh, the apostle was killed is because she is what they know in that world of as a branded character, um, and uh, which was thought of is kind of viewed as a second class un uh, citizen. Uh, the branded R in mm -hmm. that world, and researching about the branded characters in that world made me wonder if uh, Ike and Krom could be from the same world, just thousands of years apart, even more than, you know, Marth and Krom. Mm -hmm. Although, further research proved that, no, that's not really the case. Oh, okay. Because uh, Krom has the Exalts brand, so my theory was that, you know, maybe after, you know, millennia, the... Formerly outcast branded people are, you know, revered. Uh, but after researching it some more, uh, brands are a common recurring thing throughout the Fire Emblem series. And in the um, Awakening world, they are a sign of mixed blood, uh, but you, specifically dragon blood and the ability to use the divine weapons. Uh, so Krom's brand is why he's allowed, he's able to wield Felchin. Oh yeah, yeah. So, and Felchin shows up a bunch in the game. So there, there yeah. are obviously like a lot of connective tissue between the different uh, games that have come yeah. out. But it, yeah, it's what always confused me about this game series is that there are often these. There were games that were connected, there but there were other games that existed in completely different either continents or universes or. Yeah, and that's part of what I was thinking is maybe it was like a continent on the opposite side of the world type thing of the Tellius world, but really just all the different worlds are connected through the Outrealms instead mm -hmm. of the, you know, or the portals that, or who knows, maybe we're sitting around in the Outrealms and that's where Asker and Embla exist. Maybe. Yeah, which is, but... It's very interesting. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of cool stuff about this game. I mean, Nintendo uh, always sets up interesting lore for all their franchises that yeah don't really don't really need it but they're more the lore sometimes is in place to to support the idea of of different uh ideas and games and stuff but um yep. rounding out the beast units we have gotten a grand hero battle unit nasalia nasala uh sky's shadow the ruler of the raven tribe another bird guy of lagoos shows up for a new grand hero battle that started today with his black wings seeming ominous to Bjork and humans alike, he is happy to use the superstitions to his advantage. He's a blue flying beast unit. Pretty great stuff. Uh, his unique weapon is the Raven King Beak, which grants him speed plus three. And if his speed is greater than his foe, he deals damage equal to 70% of the difference, max of seven. It also combos with phantom speed as well as the usual beast activation method with the same bonuses as the other bird logos. Being a grand hero battle unit, he does not have any new skills, but goes, but sorry, but does have blazing wind, swift sparrow. I uh, wonder how he feels about being a, <laughs> called a sparrow in his skill. That's interesting. And guard. So uh, free unit. What are our thoughts here? Um, You know, he's. it's nice to have a free beast for everyone. Yeah, good old Oprah Beast. You get a beast. You get a beast. Everyone gets a beast. Yeah, that's true. Um, so even if you don't pull or don't get lucky when you're pulling, you do still get a chance at a beast unit. Um, 
sorry. Uh, like like I like noted, he doesn't really have any new skills, but you know, uh, with his weapon, his special weapon, it's pretty useful. It does extra damage if he's fast enough, and um, Swiss Sparrow helps him be faster. So you can probably put on some damage there with that. Mm-hmm. So. No, I, I I like the fact that they gave us a free beast unit. I think that's really important, uh, especially with because uh, a lot of folks are probably looking at this and saying like, well, I definitely need to get someone from this banner. It's a new unit type. I think you and I were yeah. talking about it. I was like, I, I kind of want some yeah. experience with a beast unit before we talk about them. And you had mentioned, well, Grand Hero Battle is your way to do it, especially if you're um, not ready to start summoning. So I think it's a it's yeah. really good that they've given away a free one. It's it just continues to show that Intelligent Systems is, is very interested in supporting their user base, especially when they add new types of units. All righty then, let's head on over to Summoner's Focus, where we're going to look at a game called, I don't remember, uh, Amelia, Rose of the War is the character we're looking at. Where is she from? What did we, what did Sacred we Stones. Sacred Stones, thank you. I could have guessed. I thought it was Sacred Stones. Oh, shit, shoot. It's written right here. <laughs> in the lore intro really great stuff ryan uh go ahead eddie oh who is amelia and why is she the rose of the war okay amelia is a eager young woman from the country of grado who wants to prove anxious to prove her worth uh she joins the army uh but uh fairly early on she realizes grado may not be on the right side of things uh, if you talk to her with erica or ephraim during their playthroughs uh, and a character named Franz. Uh, I don't know who that is. It's, you know. You ran into Franz in, on your not vacation. Not in Heroes. Uh, not in Heroes. And um, haven't played Sacred Stones recent enough to remember who exactly that is. Uh, but if you talk to her with them, they, she will join their join Eric and Ephraim. Uh, she's uh, what's called a recruit class, uh, which is similar to a villager. She starts weak. Uh, but she gets an extra 10 levels and has high growth stats, so she can grow to be one of the strongest units, uh, similar to the way, um, well, the villagers and echoes were, or the, uh, or Donald in Awakening. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So that's interesting. Yeah. And she has a really cool look to her. Her art is really neat. Um, that's basically been my experience with her. I, I think I've summoned her a couple times, uh, but she just looks really neat and she's unique. And I think you're right. Uh, comparing her to the Donald type, um, I never really, you know, gravitated to Donald in Awakening, but, um, I know people talked really highly about her, but she's kind of cool. She's like an armored unit. Uh, she is a Oh, uh, yeah, unit. and she was the first way, uh, first unit to have armored mar- armor march in the game. There you uh, go. She said we originally got Armor March. So, um, yep, she can be armored in her game, but she doesn't have to be. So, cool. Uh, We've got. And uh, she, she got a. She even got a reference in the um, uh, Forging Bonds. Oh, yeah, she did pop up, didn't she? Yeah, in Rayson's Forging Bonds discussion, he talks about how. Uh, such a skinny per- skinny Bjork can be going around in such heavy armor. Well, see, I and... thought they were referencing um, Gwendolyn. Is it Gwendolyn? Uh, she might be another one of them, but Amelia is a tiny little thing that has giant armor on. So. True. Very true. 
Um, her preferred IV is a is a plus to attack speed or defense uh, with a with a uh, sorry a boon of a p- attack speed or defense, a bane of resistance, and a uh, neutral HP. So that's your preferred IV. So if you're looking for that, now 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 Ryan. Oh uh, okay. Fire yes. Emblem Heroes gave us the appropriate terminology. They're assets and flaws, not boons and banes. <laughs> Thank you. I. I was thinking as I said Sorry, it. I couldn't resist. No, that. no, no. I think that was that was beautifully timed. I was as I was saying it out loud. I was like, "Damn it, they're not Banes and Boons anymore, aren't they?" Um, and uh, I'm sure everyone's going to still call them Banes and Boons, but yes, technically they're assets and flaws. I yeah, and I guess assets and flaws they were saying were were things that already existed in the game. So uh, yeah, when you're creating your avatar character, you pick an asset and a flaw. And- it's essentially your Bane and Boon, so your avatar is different than every other avatar, which is the same idea of these in Heroes. So mm-hmm. it makes sense, and already was in 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 the game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so now, and I don't even think well, outside of the introduction, that's where they specifically name drop it. But um, the build that she's offered or that they, uh, that they offer up to us on good old game press is, uh, Silva's hero, which is a mixed or Dussel's protege, which is an enemy phase, uh, build. The only difference between the two is the B skill. Uh, yeah, both of them recommend slaying axe as the weapon, uh, different refinement, uh, plus attack for the Silva's hero. Plus defense for the um, Dussel's protege. Uh, double checking, is that her starting one? Yeah, that's her starting one. So you keep her starting axe, which is nice and cheap. Um, they recommend pivot as her movement skill. Uh, once again, one that's pretty cheap. Um, bonfire as the special skill, which once again, those most of the special skills are not that hard to get it's really the unique ones that are hard to get or the rare ones mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure it's a it's a it's a cool build i think that it's a yep. a lot of these builds that they offer up are kind of like it is what it is but um i think if you're looking to build out amelia there's a lot of great options there not very expensive uh i mean yeah. bold um, fighter 3 is probably the biggest one looking at this um, yep, and that's for the Silva's Hero. They just recommend Bold Fighter, uh, since it's a mixed phase unit. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really have an alt alternative there. Uh, both of the things do recommend Disencounter as the A slot skill. Of course they uh, do. So, we'll say kill off a Hector for her, or um, a new keep, crow keep her, or whatever, or not uh, crow wolf, wolf. <laughs> uh, or or a reed if you got an extra reed. But um, they also do recommend keeping her armor march as her one main passive C or C well, skill. And that's good. I think that's a, and that's good they keep that yep. in there. And for the Deucel's Protégé, they recommend you use spen- Special Fighter uh, or Vengeful Fighter uh, for the B skill instead of Bold Fighter. So those, cool. those are... Once again, as tough to get as Bold Fighter would be, you know, gotta sacrifice someone big. Special Fighter is probably the hardest to get because I think only the. I can't remember exactly for sure who has it. 
It might only be the new Christmas Ephraim. Oh no, Brave Ephraim. Sorry, not Christmas Ephraim. Hmm. Brave Ephraim is the way you get special fighters, so that's a hard to get unit mm -hmm. or skill. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, Sacred Stones, a game that I really do want to eventually get around to playing. Uh, Amelia sounds really cool. I have a bunch of versions of her. She seems to have popped up a lot. So uh might be interesting to take a look at this, get her up to a five star and, and build it out. I don't think I'll ever uh, get the the bold fighter on her, but uh, yeah, no, this is a, this is good stuff. And the budget options are pretty good too. I, I think I usually go with the budget options. We've, we've said that before, not to, not to beat a dead horse here. We, we definitely go with the budget options. Yep. And she does keep a lot of her skills on both of those own starting skills and both those with armor march and her weapons staying the same. So mm -hmm. y yes, the disencounter is hard to get hold of and expensive as is the, uh, fighter skills, but it's always ex so. the, the, these are always very expensive builds. I think you have to be really a huge fan of of Amelia to to want to go in there and and tinker that much. Um, so if you are a fan of Amelia and you got some extra characters laying around, you can certainly upgrade her. Um, we're gonna keep on trucking here into speculation corner because we got the calendar and it featured Quick, a special quickly heroes. before we yep be, quickly before we go there mm -hmm. uh next time just in time for the lagoons to show up we have radiant dawn as the next oh uh, yes sorry game I skipped for summoners that. focus i even took the time so. to add it into the notes as we were discussing and then i totally yes <laughs> yes you're right radiant dawn is the next summoners focus thank you eddie that was a good so. save see this is why eddie's eddie's bag is it's a better show with you here we're just man Anyways, no, good stuff. Radiant Dawn yes. is our next Summoner's Focus. You can suggest your favorite heroes in Discord. Which include the four or five new Beast Heroes that just were added. So if you want to find out more about those Beast Units or find out what the best skills for them are, you can suggest them. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. All right. Speculation Corner, Eddie, you threw this in here. We've got a, a Special Heroes coming on January 23rd. What are your thoughts? Yep. Uh, yeah, we, instead of a new Heroes banner, we have Special Heroes banner on January 23rd. Um, it seems a little early for Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And we also have a February 1st, I think it was, set of Special Heroes. Yeah. Uh, sure. I'd have to pull up the calendar to double check that exactly. But we have you know another set of Special Heroes right after it. Um, I fully expect the February 1st Heroes to be the Valentine's Day ones, or love abounds ones mm -hmm. unless they're gonna triple team us with three special heroes in a row oh, uh, yeah. but i mean i have no clue what this one could be because i mean unless they're doing a martin luther king banner which seems illogical <laughs> since that's a U u.s only holiday that'd be a tough one i to don't see. know what's going on in january although i guess now that I think about it more, Chinese New Year is sometime around there, isn't it? Um, I don't know. Uh, I th I thought yeah. it was in like maybe it is, or maybe it's in February. I, but the other thing too is yeah, like it's I a Japanese so. company. Would they do Chinese? Yeah, New Year? it's ja Japanese, not Chinese, and we haven't done Chinese New Year since it started. So I have no clue what this could be. Yeah, I was thinking really. maybe. I, I definitely don't think they'll be. They'll do Valentine's early. I was thinking maybe they do 
special heroes for the second anniversary, but then that's almost two weeks before the second anniversary actually starts its celebration. So, yeah, that that's the other weird thing is in the new calendar they show when the second anniversary celebration is. Um, I mean, we're discussing this now because there is the possibility that we'll know more about these characters by the uh, time we record next, if, mm-hmm. even if it's only a teaser. But really have no clue. And they could hold off on the teaser for a Fae channel. Because mm-hmm. we will get a second anniversary Fae channel at some point. But I fully expect to. And um, January 19th was the uh, last time we... Or was the day the game was announced... Uh, the first year. Oh, really? And the t- day they, I think the day they gave us the Fae Channel. Hmm. Uh, yeah, there was an, if I recall correctly, there was a Nintendo Direct January 19th, two years ago. And I think last year's anniversary Fae Channel was, came out on the 19th. So I think there's a good chance we'll have a um, Fae Channel the next day we record. Oh, Albeit really? after we finish recording. Oh, yeah. Well, that would be. That would be the standard, would it not? Um, oh, yeah. Well, if you folks have some thoughts on what the special heroes could be on January 23rd, please do let us know. We'll give you some links in just a moment. But, Eddie, that's going to do it for the show. Any parting words for our fine listeners? Don't do that. My heart skipped a beat. <laughs> well, I apologize. Uh, you can visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash Email the show, Faye at GamersInPodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers In Discord over at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. A lot of conversations going on about summons and beast units and all that fun, so go check it out. You can follow us on Twitter. I am at rmurphy. Eddie is at Drelfear. And don't forget to follow at the Gamers In for show updates. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning.